Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast. I oh, let's go. I oh, let's go. I oh, let's go. I oh, let's go. The moment in a straight line. You're going through a time one. You keep on losing their minds. Let's creep up. You're falling in the back seat. Post-show, or pre-show already didn't start off okay. My microphone fell, and Eric's making fun of me already. You still haven't seen Black Panther. I still haven't seen Black Panther. We want to talk about Marvel stuff. I'm sorry. It comes out in two weeks. You still haven't seen Black Panther. Well, I hear it's on the Cody. <laughs> so I'll be good. <laughs> anyway, so before we get to talking about any kind of topic, you yeah. were sick last week. I was sick the week before. Yeah. It sucks when you have kids and you're sick and you're a stay-at-home parent. It does. <laughs> How did you manage? You just deal with it. You're just constantly uh, sick and <laughs> tired. And you remember, uh, I think it was last week we talked about being on the edge. Like, you're just ready to shut it down. Yeah. That's the constant line you're on when everybody in the house is sick. So it's it's... You're just walking the line and trying to keep everybody, you're checking temperatures, checking, issuing Tylenol, <laughs> and <laughs> making sure, like, you got your ear open and listening for the barfing sounds, and... <laughs> Which, at your house, as we talked about before, it's not yeah, that yeah. out of the ordinary. No. Uh, I got I got my ear trained to that noise so when I start to hear it I like perk up I like you know yeah. literally jolt myself because <laughs> I could be in a dead sleep but if I hear that noise I'm like awake run have somebody ever, needs something have you ever caught their puke in your hand just instinctively when they're uh, no I did that with my daughter one time she just rarely she just puked like twice and it was like in Costco when she had this cold and she was like <clears throat> I was like what's wrong and all of a sudden I felt like I was like put my hand out and like put my chest up I was like alright I caught it I'm like yeah. why did I just do this I mean <laughs> luckily it was mostly just water but I was like son of a bitch now yeah. I just kind of I'm like well we're leaving Costco <laughs> it's time to go yeah you get thrown up on at Costco regardless of who does it it's time to go <laughs> the band in the basket just walk out that time to go <laughs> I had like two things in my basket none of them were perishable I'm like yeah. let's just walk over here <laughs> leave this giant basket and my uh, wife's got a few a few pukes yeah one of them was in the car just yeah we've had many we get like seriously dude the puke is like non non-stop <laughs> I mean, my <laughs> oldest is the, he's the uh, number one culprit, and then... I feel like his life is like the scene in Stand By Me where they have the pie-eating contest. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, he once barfed in an In-N-Out, it was the most, most disgusting. A lot more yeah. out than in on that one? Yeah. It was when he was young, but it was still, he just basically decorated the restaurant. 
Oh, indoor. That's right. It was inside. We were eating there, and he just, uh, he's just stuffing French fries in his mouth. And he was small, so it wasn't like he was. Wait, does he do that thing where like he'll eat to the point like he'll like he gorges himself because he's so happy he's eating? Yeah, my son does that sometimes with water. Like he's like, I'm thirsty, and it's like he did it today. We went for like a long walk, and then like he's just <laughs> then he gets done. He's like, <sighs> like dude. You shouldn't be out of breath yeah. from drinking water. <laughs> like, just calm down. <laughs> it's not life. Or, we're not in the Sahara. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. We're in Rockland. Yeah, give it a middle kid. He give it a rest. New thing where he tries to keep up with the the eldest and <laughs> with dinner. It's yeah, a five it's year like, difference, like a, right? Yeah, six. Six year. It's like a race, and uh, he loses every time. But like, lately, he's been trying to keep up and eat on the same pace yeah and he's like just choking himself like he stuffs so much food in his mouth and he just looks at me and he's got that deer and headlights like i'm about to vomit and it's like okay spit it on your plate he just do you ever do you ever wonder about things like that if this gonna if like hopefully i mean you know that like instinctively we know like because none of us do it they're like they're gonna work themselves out of it yeah but you get to a point where you're like dude can you imagine if you still did this on his first date? Oh, man. Like, like if they don't grow... Like, certain things they do, if they don't grow out of them, like, it's just... It's scary. It is. It is. Like, every time for, like... I'm sure both of your boys did this. Like, every time when they're, like, six months old to, like, maybe a year or whatever it was that they finally got potty trained, they just take your diaper off and just mash their nuts in their hand. <laughs> like, dude, you know you can't do that every time you get naked, right? Yeah. <laughs> As you get older, that's gonna hurt. Well, my four-year-old is... <laughs> He was doing something similar to that today. He's just dancing around the house. He just takes his clothes off because it's time for a shower. Yeah, he's starting to take showers now. It's his time for a shower. And he's just he's just got his thing and he's just pulling on it like it's the and I'm just stopped. I, <laughs> like I like it shouldn't up. be there. Yeah. And my wife thinks it's hilarious. And I'm like, no, we have to stop this. We have to stop this. So I'm like, hey, don't pull on that. You're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> he's just yeah, Dad, look at this. He's just doing some weird thing. He's like, check this out. Look, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm no. not interested in that. <laughs> no, but thank mom you. Thinks it's funny, so he keeps doing. Of course, it, she yeah, does. So. She does because she doesn't know how bad it hurts when you get older. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't the beans. He was pulling on the pole. It still hurts. Yeah, it's he, not like he was on it. Was just, little okay. tip, ladies. It does still hurt. <laughs> Yeah. Some of y'all got to figure that out. Um, Very sensitive. All, that sensitive. <laughs> all that. As good as it feels, it can feel just as bad. Figure that out. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, my daughter, it's like, she's like super bully. Like, she'll just like, she ran in the room there, the, earlier today. I was sitting there in a chair eating my dinner. And she just ran up to me and smacked me on the shoulder. I was like, <laughs> hi, daddy. I was like, you know, you can just run in and say hi. You don't have to beat the shit out of me at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel bad. We we were joking about places we're going to send our son first because he starts kindergarten soon. Oh. And we were looking around and like, we you know, we've gone all over, you know, public schools, charter schools, whatever, just to kind of, it's like, it, it's weird. It's like. You hear, like, when you're not a parent about schools and you just assume, like, yeah, you go to the school that's near you. And, like, a lot of times you do if it's a good school. Right. But we kind of want to explore our options, you know, and we're, like, looking around. And there was, like, a Montessori school. <laughs> and our son is super artistic. Yeah. So we're like, oh, he'd love it here. He'd love all, like, the free-range learning and all that. <laughs> and we're like, our daughter 
would own this place in like three days. She would just be choking kids out, jumping off stuff, throwing things. Like, yeah, she's got to go to a military-style school probably if she continues the way she goes now. <laughs> like, I think I've, I may have joked about this before on the, on, the, on the podcast, but my wife and I have always, like, joked that, like, if our kids chose a vocation today mm-hmm. of how their personalities are, my son would either be a musician, a cook, or, um, you know, some kind of, like, artist. My yeah. daughter would fight bears. She would probably be an MMA fighter. Uh, she, you know, whatever thing. If you can get it like a stunt woman, she'd probably do something like that. That's yeah. like her thing. Like kind of like your your middle kids like that. Yeah, it's just totally stunt man. Yeah, that would be his vocation. Uh, Every time we go to the park, dude, your kid is climbing on stuff that should not be climbed on, and my son tries to follow him. Like, no, Stop that. no, you're too sensitive with <laughs> bad with bad depth perception. Don't even try it. Yeah, he falls. He's, he's gonna it's... he's gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, he was skateboarding in the house today. <laughs> That's fun. My son's gotten good at like that kind of stuff. He's scooting and stuff like that. He's he's a scooter. He's all about a scooter. Yeah, he loves that thing. So we'll have to graduate to skateboarding. And then he, I got frustrated. We were talking about the whole breaking point thing. Trying to teach him how to ride a bike. He has the training wheels. He starts to go. He's fine. And then he realized, oh, if I kick back, the brakes go on. It makes a fun noise. So riding a bike turned into three feet of riding, and then a half an inch of skidding. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. It's not right to bike. Well, it is though. The brakes were there. I'm like, I know, but that's not. And it was like one of those things where I was like, in my head, I didn't say this in my head. I'm like, get off the goddamn bike so I can throw it the tree. (laughs) (laughs) But of course I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever. It's just whatever. Just go. Get on your damn scooter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We had uh, my middle boy. He uh, got him a balance bike. Oh, nice. So no, no skidding. But yeah, he's cruising around on that thing already. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Your kid has an uncanny sense of balance. He's ridiculous. I don't yeah. understand it. Well, he does those ninja classes too now, right? Yeah, yeah. So that I'm sure helps. Ninja gymnastics is the same thing, but right. He's not throwing throwing stars at people. <laughs> I get it. But, <laughs> but they do have like the ninja style, uh, the obstacle course, like American Ninja. That video you showed me was so funny when he's like just swinging and jumping off stuff, dude. Yeah, I don't know how he does that. Because <laughs> like. I think about like my eldest doing that, and I'm like, e- no, no way. It must be an older kid thing then, because like my my son is, you know, he's just chill and doesn't like he's athletic, you know, like I guess, I right. get, you know, but like, like he, you know, your son and him are the same. Your middle son and my son are the same age, and my son is not nearly as adventurous as your son. <laughs> like you know, but then my daughter, if she were the same age as your son, they would be climbing stuff together. I feel like it's that, crazy. Yeah. Like, she's like I think I told you a story before like we went to the pool and my son the first time we went in the pool he was probably the same age as my daughter maybe a little younger yeah. and we tried to get him to jump in and he was really really freaked out to jump in he was just scared now he's all good he goes to swim classes he dives in he's whatever mm-hmm. but my daughter like literally I couldn't even count to three she just jumped in on me mm-hmm. and then now I try to put her really far back on the deck I'm like okay you're gonna run and jump and like she runs doesn't break stride and just goes it's like, she's like, yeah, there's like nothing, no fear. It's like, okay, like. That's awesome. That, yeah, but that's the one I gotta be afraid of. Yeah. Like, if my old, if my son gets hurt, I'm like, okay, something bad happens. She gets hurt, I'm like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> like, I don't know. And now she's like, she'll run into stuff at the corner, like, hit her head. Like, she had a bruise on her head today. I'm like, what happened? My wife's like, I have no idea. Didn't cry once all day. Like, something. She just hits herself. Yeah, dude, she just runs into stuff. Yeah. That's how she learns. <laughs> Walks up to every dog with no fear. I'm like, stop. Yeah, it's ah, gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, the the four year old he he hits his head on every like lately it's been the walls like because he, he's not watching where he's going. Yeah, he's super distracted with everything in the world, and then he's just walking 
or he's on a mission to tell me something or somebody needs to know something right now so he's <laughs> concentrating and then he smacks his head into the wall and he always just like rubs his head ow and I'm like are you okay yeah I hit my head <laughs> okay okay well, look where you're going yeah and then he proceeds to tell me whatever it was that I don't, you know, not yeah. important at all, but I love that too. Cause it's like, like in like everyday, like adult life is that thing where like you tell someone like some stupid, like offhanded pun joke and they don't hear you. And then they tell it again and they don't hear you again. And you're forced to say this really ridiculous joke that makes no sense. And is not funny. And it's yeah. never going to be funny. The fourth time it's finally repeated. Yeah. That's like what kids are like on their every day. It's like they hit their head. They walk in. They're like, Oh, what were you going to tell me? Uh, there's a yellow car outside. All right, that was not worth the hematoma. Now <laughs> you have forming in your brain. Oh. <laughs> uh, dude, when I was sick last, like the week, a couple weeks ago, it was funny because like how you're saying like how you're like got that ear. Yeah, I was the same way, but I had the stomach bug. Like you and I've got the exact like the two bugs that are going around. We got the opposite ones, mm-hmm. and it was like I was you know like all right, let's go somewhere. Dad feels a little bit better, and then it was like we walked outside. I was like, nope, we're going back inside. Dad's dad's got to go back to the bathroom, and it was just. It was yeah. a constant me back and forth at the bathroom. And, like, so I was just kind of... I got lucky that my kids are, like, old enough to play by themselves in the house. So I can kind of just keep an ear open for, like, any crying or loud slamming. Right. But it sucks because, like, dude, you're so helpless. Yeah. And, like, it's like, it's so funny. There's that stupid commercial where it's, like, there's a dad who's, like, you know, I'm not coming to work today. But it's, like, you realize he's a stay-at-home dad. And, like, you can't take days off. Right. Like, literally, I had to take days off from my, my job. But I'm, like, yeah, but I still have them for... <laughs> eight straight hours a day, 10 hours a day when my wife's at work and all that stuff. And it's like, I got to, you know, and it sucks for them because you, you want to entertain them. You want to, you know, do stuff and all that. But then they're just like, now what? You're like, well, it's, it's noon. So you're going to be asking that a lot today, buddy. (laughs) I have this little hammock out in the front. It's like a little, like it's a seat hammock and I have, you know, my front yard's fenced in. So I just basically was like, go crazy. And I was just sat in the hammock and just drank Gatorade and was like, "Mm, this sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Just, it was basically for like three days. That was pretty much all I did. That's it. it. Yeah. It's, you just have to, and then, cause I have the, uh, the little one. Yeah. The little one, seven month old, just last week. And she, you know, <laughs> I don't care if you're sick. I still yeah. need to eat and change my diaper. And... <laughs> I'm 100% dependent. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm maintaining her. And then she starts to get sick too, and that was just a whole... Do you have that conversation with your kids where you're like, look, I get that we had this whole thing, but just give it a rest for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, just pretend like you're an adult for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because, and then they like to do stuff, and <laughs> they want to go outside or whatever, and that's fine. But I can't go out front with them, and the weather has been kind of off and on. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't like sticking them in front of the TV, but sometimes that's just what it takes. Hey, dude, I watch more. My kid loves Barefoot Contessa, the mm-hmm. cooking show. Yeah. I watch more episodes than that in like three days than I've ever watched in my life. I'm like, yeah. dude, we're just going to watch this and learn something. I don't know. <laughs> Figure much. it out. Yeah, but you also live in an area where if your backyard, if you leave your kids unattended, there's hawks. There's hawks and eagles <laughs> and coyotes. Everything. <laughs> yeah, you got to monitor them out there. <laughs> Yeah, we've got a rabbit infestation lately. Really? Yeah, rabbits all over our neighborhood. Well, I mean, I guess it's true about their their breeding. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. They breed like rabbits. 
we have a, a stray cat in our well okay so there's a female cat that we thought was a stray so we were feeding her turns out it was our neighbor's cat and she's just hustling the crap out of us by getting food but she's a sweetheart my kids named her so we're like whatever so she gets pregnant by one of the two like resident alley cats that we have around here yeah figured out which one it was by the babies because the kittens are adorable black and white little ones so there's a black and white one that's around and he's been around again now they both just hang out in my backyard like you know like the buffet is free <laughs> and she her her man is just gnar- like she's this cute little like okay I've this is how bored I got when I was sick I came up with the whole backstory <laughs> she's like this cute little like petite little kitty and there's this big furry black and white gnarly alley cat and I'm like okay so she's like the girl who fell in with the biker gang dude and now he's corrupted her and she's really like you don't know him like I do and like he just beats the shit out of all the cats in the neighborhood and like he does it for her and like he keeps getting her pregnant and like (laughs) I don't know like I want to start calling him Jax (laughs) just cause he like reminds me of like Sons of Anarchy yeah 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 but uh he dude my cat's like 3 o'clock in the morning I thought that someone was breaking in my house I actually grabbed like you know a bat which is funny because I have like a shotgun right next to it but I'm like okay <laughs> in my head I must have been like it's not that serious do you grab the bat but like I heard this like bang and this like crazy ass noise and I go running out in the living room and it's my cats headbutting the glass door to try to get to this cat who's on the other side basically flipping them off like yeah bitches what's up <laughs> so like it was just like this I'm like what no no and then like I'll, my cat we have a neighbor cat across the street he's like everyone's cool like neighborhood cat he was beating the crap out of her there night. I'm like dude you're a menace like you're just an asshole <laughs> how so, many litters has he had with so far one that we know of and then like with this cat yeah and then like but because like you know cats can have multiple litters a year she's probably gonna get pregnant again mm. because our neighbors don't want to get her fixed which they should because you know there's too many cats in the world now as it is yeah, I don't think I've ever owned a cat that wasn't fixed. Well, if you adopt a cat in California, it's part of law. Like, if you adopt it from a reputable adoption agency or an SPCA, they have to be spayed and neutered before they're sent home and yeah. microchipped. Yeah. But, like, I, I really wanted to talk to them about doing it, but my neighbor doesn't speak the greatest English in the world. His girlfriend does, but she's rarely, I rarely see her. I see him all the time. Yeah. Like, our first conversation was one of my favorite conversations ever. We just, I was like, hey, man, nice to meet you. I just moved in next door. Uh, I have a dog. If he barks at you, don't worry. He's super friendly, this, this, and this. And he literally goes, hi, I am Ignacio. And I was like, you don't understand a word I just said. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but we exchange food all the time. I mean, we make him cookies, and he makes us, like, uh, different, like, Mexican dishes when he's, like, tamales and stuff. Like, he came over on New Year's and was, like, knocking the door. I was like, hey. He's like, hey, tamales. I was like, I speak that language, sir. Thank you. And then we brought him cookies, and we're, we're super cool. That's he's awesome. yeah, he's like the coolest neighbor of all time. Um, but his his girlfriend speaks English, and I really want to be like, hey, can we like talk about this? Because I worked at the SPCA for a really long time, and I know how much it sucks when there's more kittens in the world that don't need to be here. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 a weird thing because it's like it's not like it's an alley cat they're taking care of; it's literally their cat. Yeah. So I don't really know what to do on that, but their kittens are cute. Yeah. Were they in your backyard? No, they actually, she had them in their house. Like oh, okay. She's like full on their cat. Does she's. She, does she come out? Does she oh, yeah, like she, roam around? Yeah, she comes in my backyard and okay. gets food. That's right. She's a little That's hustler. Right. Yeah, yeah. So she goes in there, I think she had them in their garage. They had like a little box and everything all set up for the kittens. They brought them over. So I was like, hey, we're kind of emotionally invested in this now. We've been feeding your cat for like four <laughs> months. Can we see the kittens? They're like, yeah. She was like, she brought them over and stuff. They're super cute. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're cool. I like they them. give them up or they keep them. 
They're going to give them up, they said. I told them that. My wife says that we have too many cats as it is because four apparently is too many. <laughs> but one of my clients at the gym said she's been looking for kittens, so I told them I might have a home for one of them. That's cool. Yeah. She's fairly responsible, so I think it'll be fine. <laughs> she has a 12-year-old kid who's still alive, so she's doing good. She'll be fine with a cat. That's, that counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I saw this thing online, and I guess you saw it too. Uh where it's the Avengers if it was done in the 90s. And I'll just we'll just go through the list real quick. And I agree with most of it. I think I would make a little bit of a change. So we got Captain America as would be Brad Pitt. Uh, Winter Soldier would be John Stamos. I don't know why. Every time I say John Stamos' name, I laugh. Uh, Falcon would be Eddie Murphy. Uh, Scarlet Witch is Alicia Silverstone. Hawkeye is Christian Slater. Ant-Man would be Matthew Broderick. War Machine would be Cuba Gooding Jr. Vision, Ethan Hawke. Black Panther would be Denzel Washington. Uh, Black Widow, Amelia Jojovich. Jokovic, I always say her name wrong. Spider-Man would be Leonardo DiCaprio. Iron Man would be Tom Cruise. Thor would be Dolph Lundgren. Hulk would be David Duchovny. Doctor Strange would be Keanu Reeves. Nick Fury would be Keith David. Loki could be Gary Oldman. And Thanos would be Ron Perlman. Oh, wait, there's more. I forgot. Uh, Star-Lord be Brendan Fraser. Gamora, Halle Berry. Nebula, Demi Moore. Rocket Raccoon would be voiced by Joe Pesci. Drax could be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Mantis would be Winona Ryder. I like a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah? I'm a fan of some of them. I think that I started... The first one I had a problem with was Ethan Hawke as Vision. I think that Carrie Elways, who, if people don't know who that is, the guy from Princess Bride... The British guy, just because he's British and he has a very distinct British accent, I don't know if Ethan Hawke has the range to do an accent. And I feel like Jarvis, who was originally Vision, should have the British accent. Yeah. So I don't know if Ethan Hawke would be good for that. And then I thought Brad Pitt would actually be a better Thor because Dolph Lundgren could play dead if he had to. Yeah, <clears throat> Dolph should even be on this list. Yeah, so I thought Along that with Ron Perlman, even though I love him, Ron Perlman just I think should be on the list because he can play Thanos without having to have any makeup whatsoever. That's why he's there. Yeah, that's the only it's reason he's there. It's the same. But I, I thought that Cap would be better played by Tom Cruise. Brad Pitt would be a better Thor, and then I thought that uh, even though he's already go ahead, I was even though he's already done a current Marvel movie, I think that James Spader. From because from that era would be a better Iron Man the way they have him in the Marvel MCU because he's more of a smart ass and he's got a very dry humor. Yeah. But go ahead, what were you going to say? I think Leonardo, he could play, DiCaprio could play Tony Stark. You think in that age, or though? Stamos could play Stark. Stamos, I could see that for sure. And then I think, I think uh, Keanu Reeves would be an awesome Winter Soldier. Yeah, that I would be... That, I think that would, I would go there with that that's a good one you're right that'd be a really good one but and then I like I like Keith David as Nick Fury if people don't know who Keith David is he's a character actor he's been in pretty much everything yeah, he's... but I don't know I feel like I feel like that's too big of a role for Keith for Keith David I feel like I don't know I don't know if he'd be able to pull that off I don't I can't think of any other actors that would be good for that though yeah it's tough that's a tough one Joe Pesci as Rocket Raccoon is perfect Pretty much. Absolutely perfect. Who do you think would be a good Thanos then without Ron Perlman? Not Ron Perlman. I don't know. It's Thanos is just it's more the voice. 
Yeah, he's got that Rather real than, deep voice. Well, I mean, Brolin, I mean, it's Brolin. not like, it's like Brolin wasn't around in the nineties. True. <laughs> he actually would have been a good uh, a good Captain America in the nineties. Yeah. You notice Ralph Macchio didn't make the list. <laughs> no, he's not on here. <laughs> I think the only reason they pose Leonardo as Spider Man is because in that era, how young he was. Yeah. There, that's, the, that's that's the hard part about this list is like you think of these guys, and most of them are still you know acting, and so you're thinking of them now. And right, like Arnold, I wouldn't cast him in anything. Not now. Uh, he Back was then, no, he was awful in that Batman movie. It was awful. You think it was him? Or you think it was the writing? It was him. Yeah. He was great in Predator. Yeah, he. Well, the, the writing was better in Predator. Oh, fucking Predator was such a good movie. Now that I think about it, I think actually a better. Tony Stark would have been Christian Slater. Yeah, I was thinking Christian Slater could have been Doctor Strange as well because he's yeah, he's got that kind of look to him. What about um um, oh damn, what's his name? Uh, he was in uh he's he's in uh the remake of of Ben he the movie Willard. Um, he was in both of the um the Charlie's Angels movies. Super weird. Um. Dang, I can't think of his name now. He would be he would might be a good Doctor Strange. I don't know, I, I think I, I think it's a good list. I don't so I don't know. I mean Yeah, I mean there's how how shitty would it have been back then though, like trying with all the CGI stuff that they use now? It would be, those movies would have been so different. Oh, there was it would be awful. That's why they never did it. I feel like that's why they're they're so big nowadays. It's like you know, you got the studios and you got the budgets and you got actually the you know, because the kids Mm-hmm. from that era are now grown up and they're the ones paying to see movies they're that demographic where that's true you know 40 like us 40 years old 45 35 and they're like that's those are the heroes that's the stuff they grew up with now they're they'll go out and see a movie that's what they want to see Crispin Glover so I was thinking of oh yeah, yeah he might have been a good Doctor Strange yeah cause he's weird as hell that's uh isn't that uh Mc, McFly? Yeah, he was yeah, he's also in American Gods. Yeah. Have you seen American Gods? No. Dude. The are they still making that show? The uh, season two's coming out, yeah. The only difference is Jillian Anderson is being recast. Like she was Jillian Anderson. from uh, you know, um X Files. Mm. Yeah. Mrs. Anderson. Um <laughs> but yeah, that dude, that show is amazing. American Gods is I rank it right up there with uh, with with Westworld, with like newer shows that are that are good. It's okay. amazing. You should watch it. Okay, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I think I I might have acquired the first couple of episodes, but I still haven't watched them. It's like one of those. It's one of those shows that like you you if you know stuff about which I know you do like about like religion and about like ancient religions and like different things like that. It's got like a lot more subtext that you get but also it doesn't beat you over the head with it so it's really cool okay. and they reveal a lot of it to people who like you could tell like they kind of like they hint around stuff and they finally tell you stuff you know who else is in it is Pablo um, Shriver Lee Shriver's brother okay the guy who's in like Orange is the New Black and he's I he, haven't seen that show it's a good show it's a really good show he's great in it because he you plays watched his, all of that show yeah yeah, are you making fun of me for not seeing Black Panther? If, I feel like every time you ask me what I've watched now, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I still haven't seen Black Panther though." Um, <laughs> no, that's just your own, yeah. your own guilt. It is my own guilt. <laughs> it's such a good movie. <laughs> I know. I really want to see it. I just, I just haven't. Um, 
in uh, he was in uh, that movie that just came out with like Fifty Cent where they rob all the banks and Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, I just actually I just read about that movie today. What is- it looked good. It looked like a heat like heat, but yeah. like a little bit more like um, smash and bang and less planning. Yeah, heats on Netflix. I just watched it. Again. It's a great. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Dude, one of the so many good people. In Tom Sizemore could have been Thanos. Yes, Tom Sizemore is Thanos. Sizemore needs to be in everything. He was so great in the nineties, dude. Yeah, he was one should, of my favorite actors. We should go to whatever Starbucks he works at and tell him that he should have played Thanos. Starbucks. Apparently, he's Baskin Robbins. <laughs> he works at Thirty One Flavors, like Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> he Baskin Robbins. No. Apparently, he works. Baskin Robbins don't play, man. <laughs> He works apparently at like on like a bunch of movies right now because he's just basically trying to get himself back up. Yeah. That guy's an amazing actor. He's so good. Saving Private Ryan, he was so oh. good in that movie. He's so good in that movie. He's it's like great in Heat. My, like literally my one of my favorite actors. That, that we talked about it. That movie has so many actors and he's like one of my favorites in that movie. Yeah. He's in Heat. He did that show uh He did that TV show for a while and I was I loved it. How does that guy not have like a uh, dating show like Flavor Flav did? (laughs) I'll look up his IMDb right now because yeah, he is amazing. I love Tom Sizemore. I can't remember the name of the show, but it was directed by Michael Mann. It was the... Oh, um... Oh, damn it. What the hell was the name of that show? Let's just... He's been in over 200... He's a... Wow. He has 180 titles. No, I'm sorry. It's one of my most recent... Yeah. Okay. He has a lot of movies. He's in the Second Coming of Christ. I didn't even know that was a movie. If that's the same one I'm thinking of, no, it's not. Uh, that was the one that was going to be done by um, by Mel Gibson, the sequel to the to the uh, the Passion. But it's not. I still haven't seen that. He's in a movie called or TV show called Barbie Rehab. That's got to be a reality. Dude, he's in so many like just straight to DVD movies. It sucks, man. That it sucks does because he was such a good actor. It's crazy that he was in Saving Private Ryan, probably one of the biggest movies ever, as far as like budget. You know, just he's he's doing like eight movies a year, like nine movies a year, stuff you've never heard of. What's the what's the TV show? I'm trying to think. Well, of. right now I'm still in 2008, but uh, it wasn't Susan SWAT. I'm in more like okay, he's in like a Law and Order. Uh, Assassin's Game. I'm trying to think of one that year that was even in. If you know, call in right now. Oh wait, never mind. Two thousands, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like there's there's just it was after Heat and it was kind of like the same lines of Heat. Yeah, it was, well, it was Michael Mann. It was shot on DVXs because it was like that whole like almost not found footage but it was that Michael Mann thing he tried where he basically did like made it look more reality wise yeah so I loved was, I loved his he was one of my favorite directors back in the day what's it look did, up Michael uh, Mann Miami Vice so I love that movie with Colin Farrell and that Jim is Foster. such a underrated movie yeah such a great movie I love that movie yeah I thought that was a, um, that's like one of my top 10 movies probably uh, maybe top 20 but it's up there yeah I love that movie that was a I think again I thought it was very very underrated yeah and I thought that like it was one of those things that like he he did something outside the box of what they what they made um the original one yeah it was such a a, like 
it was just like this gritty cop rather than this yeah. campy 80s you know even though when Miami Vice started that was that show was crazy yeah like the first yeah. season of Miami Vice is legit like for an 80s show it's like it was pushing limits because I mean you gotta think about back in the 80s you know you weren't getting you weren't seeing like half the stuff that's on TV now that's true and and you had to have that there's a weird undertone to 80s movies a lot of them where it's like cocaine and partying and excess of money like it, it kind of had to be part of it almost yeah. Yeah. so I think like the whole like Miami thing with the the cool cops who had a alligator and they're busting you know right. Cubans who drug lords and it was like you had to have that in there so it was almost like because of the fact that Michael Mann didn't have to worry about that anymore, like with his his with he, with his remake, yeah, it was like you could just basically be what the core of that show was, which was two cops who basically worked their butts off to bust people that, cops, yeah, that nobody Miami. else could bust, and they kind of had this thing, yeah, in the drug scene. In and Miami. back then in the eighties, there wasn't really the whole idea of like of like these these cop like groups, yeah, that were almost like paramilitary groups, right that would take these people down. So like it had to be kind of like you kind of, it couldn't have been done in the eighties because it just, it was was too gritty. It was way too gritty. Everything had to be bright and pretty in the eighties. Yeah. You know, like, like saved by the bell and stuff like that, where it was like all neon colors and cool. Yeah. yeah. But no, this, that was a, that was a badass movie. I thought. Yeah. I love that. That was, yeah. So great. It was a lot like gritty. I mean, yeah, it was a lot like heat and it reminded me of it, but it was just, uh, Cause it had like, it touched on like the cartels and Southern America and then South America. And then it had, uh, like the white supremacists were in that movie. That's right. And then that's uh, right. Yeah. It just, just crazy things. And there was so many actors in that movie. Even that movie was like, aside from Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell. Right. A lot of the actors in that movie were in, uh, the robbery hum, robbery homicide division sorry to yeah, interrupt you that's, that's what it was robbery called homicide yeah yeah uh who else yeah who else was in that that shit let me I'll, actually let me look it up that, that movie because that was a I, there was a lot of movie, people in that movie yeah the the uh a lot of the guys uh actors from the wire were in that movie those guys all seem to like they're all over the place yeah like, i see them everywhere so colin farrell jamie fox um the white guy justin thoreau justin thoreau yeah is in that movie that's what it says. Oh, he is. Dude, that guy's like a superstar now. Yeah. He, he was Detective so much... Larry Zito. Larry Zito. He is in that movie. Yeah. Barry uh, Henley, the... who's a guy who you people would recognize as a character actor. Dominic Labadrosi or whatever, that's the guy from The Wire. Yeah, yeah. The bald white guy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Uh... Isaac uh, DeBlanca, he was in... Um, he was the guy who was in um, in Ghost Dog. He played the the ice cream man, the French ice cream man. Okay. He was in that. That guy was awesome too. Yeah. John Hawks. He's an actor right now. Yep. There's a lot of people, dude. Yeah. Don Fry, yeah. MMA fighter. <laughs> Probably yeah. played one of them. <laughs> He was a long-haired Aryan brother. brother. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> so great. You know what's funny though? You like is there's like there was. It came. It seemed to come out of the whole like um, genre movies from the the independent movie era, 
when Tarantino and Kevin Smith and um, uh, who are the other ones like um, oh, there's a few that like kind of made their their mark with their type of Robert Rodriguez yeah. with like their type of movie Son Spy Kids um, there are five of those movies dude that guy that, that guy's like one of those guys who like who's a really good musician but has like three hits that everyone hates and everyone's like you sold out like yeah I have a gigantic house I own an island now because of that shit yeah. like yeah I'll make Grindhouse whenever I feel like it but I'm gonna make more Spy Kids movies and buy five more countries I don't give a shit yeah. um, but no uh, it's like there became like this thing where like you, you could watch a movie and go oh that's a Michael Mann movie yeah. or that's a Tarantino movie or the big one is that's a Jerry Bruckheimer movie right you know, it's like it's it's funny how Mark that. Hammer and uh, Michael Bay. Yeah, were, Michael Bay. Yeah, that's yeah, Michael Bay. Those they started. Uh, if I recall, they started out together. Well, it was Bruckheimer and Simpson, and then Simpson died, and then Michael Bay was always their director. Okay. It was their production company. It was it was it was Simpson and, and Bruckheimer, or Samson or something like that. Bruckheimer and then the other guy died. Okay. Yeah. But like all the bad boys, movie, you're talking about the neo Nazis. Maybe think of the the bad boys movies. That mm-hmm. one first scene of Bad Boys Two, um, and like yeah, I mean that's that's it's like there's yeah, a you style. You know, slow mo three sixty pan ups from from Michael Bay, Michael Bay. or the um, the the, the three sixty spin around when the the bad thing that kicks off Act Two happens. Yeah. Like in that in that movie was when uh, Will Smith's uh, girlfriend and and what Martin Lawrence's sister got kidnapped. Yep. Like right when that happened, they like panned around. It was like this whole thing. <laughs> Got to go get them. You know, it was that whole thing. But yeah, I mean, it's like it's funny how like that came out of the idea that people were making these independent films because Kevin Smith is a very um, succinct style. He not in the way he shoots movies, but yeah. in more in the way that his dialogue is written. Right. Lots of long. Dialogue, lots of references to pop culture that come quickly without any explanation. Yep. So like that. then Tarantino, of course, has got his whole style, right. his Tarantino style. But it's just that Michael Mann's got it. It's just, it's weird how that, I don't remember that being, maybe like Sam Peckinpah in the 70s and, you know, the, the spaghetti western kind of ones. But I don't know. I just feel like that kind of came out of that. Like yeah. you could start like pointing at movies and go, "Oh yeah, that's a." And then you can kind of see the ones that are trying to be like, "All right, dude, you're trying to be like Tarantino." I get it. Right. You know. Totally. But like, that—that's what Miami Vice to me was. Such a, that was why I was such a good movie. It was like, it was everything Michael Mann has done. Yeah. Like it was perfect. Yeah. You know, another great Michael Mann movie that's super underrated is Collateral. Collateral, love that movie. Amazing movie. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. That's I think that's because I remember hearing Jamie Foxx. He was. They were doing Collateral. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx was the one who kept telling Michael Mann, "Look, we got to do uh, Miami Vice. We got to do it. And we got to do it right." We oh, gotta, really? Got to nail it this time. That's cool. And that's that's how it came about, and that's how he got cast as uh, Tubbs in that movie. I don't think I've ever seen a movie before, other than the movie Taps, when he was really young. But I don't think Tom Cruise has ever been a bad guy in anything. I can't. Yeah. Interview with the vampire. Okay. Yeah. Lestat. But Lestat yeah. was kind of like a anti-hero in a way because, like, at the end when he shows up, you're kind of like, awesome. He was the hero that everybody liked. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was. The, everyone did kind of find. Remember that part where, at the very end of that movie, when he he's listening to the tape, Christian Slater is, and he going over the bridge, and he's like, he's like, have you heard that? He's like, listen to that whining for for like 300 years or whatever. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you want to hear the real story? And like, and it's like one of the things you're like, you know what? Brad Pitt was kind of a whiny bitch in that movie. So. <laughs> That's crazy. Because in the in the books too, in the yeah. books, dude, like Lestat is the hero yeah. in all the books. I mean, there's the the sequels, the Vampire Lestat, and then there's the 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 vampire. The, was it the Vampire 
queen or whatever or queen of the damned that was what it was he was the hero in all those movies all those books though so mm-hmm. like yeah or he was the anti-hero i mean i guess being a vampire hero is kind of hard unless you're on a wb show and you're in high school um or your blade yeah or your blade <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> dude Every every Blade movie, there's like one part where he like totally just breaks, breaks character. character. Yeah, turns into Wesley Snipes yeah. for five seconds. <laughs> that, was, great. that one scene, the guy punches him in the hospital. Motherfucker, you lost your mind. <laughs> Sam Jackson did the same thing though. In he does. Movie. <laughs> he totally does. Until they just started casting him as Sam Jackson, like uh, snakes on a plane. Can you just play Sam Jackson in this movie? Dude, what do you does Deep Blue Sea? Oh god, we are not gonna die. He just <laughs> cut in half by a shark. <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking so of which, have you seen the preview for that movie Meg? Meg. It's a Megalodon. Oh, starring Jason I Statham. I saw. I didn't see it, but I, I saw like a five second clip or whatever it was, where the shark is just. It's a megalodon. Big. Well, it's a megalodon. They're gigantic, like a hundred feet long. Yeah, they're huge. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, they it's haven't been around for job. two million years. <laughs> It reminds me of the Family Guy. Jaws 2, even bigger Jaws. <laughs> Can't be worse than Sharknado. Dude, that guy. Have you seen those? Any no, and that guy. I won't. Watch like, those I won't. It got a huge like, following. There's like four. How many of those are there? There's like four of them. I don't know. All I know is Ian Ziering starring in it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> but like, people were like dying. Ian Ziering. People were like dying to be in the movie. Like, they're like, cam- people want to have cameos in that movie. Like, real legit stars are like, I want to be in Sharknado 3. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, I get that it's campy and stupid, but... There's like 10 other movies that I'd rather watch. And you know what I didn't see on on Tom Sizemore's IMDb page? Sharknado. Come on. (laughs) Throw that man a bone. (laughs) Either that or he passed. I don't need meth that bad. Go ahead and pass on Sharknado (laughs) 6. Either that or the producers are like, who else can we get in this movie? Hey, how about Tom Sizemore? That guy's, no. We're, we're Sharknado, everybody. <laughs> we, we don't have the budget for Sizemore. <laughs> how much meth can we get? <laughs> That's oh, probably man. his budget at this oh, point. Crazy. I love Tom Sizemore. God yeah. damn it, Tom. Get your shit together. Yes, please. Come on. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, come on. Get a comeback for this guy. Yeah. Seriously, like you did John Travolta. That guy. Ugh. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, but my dad used to always call him John Revolting. And I didn't get it. I'm like, whatever, he's fine. And then I was like, look, Pulp Fiction, he's awesome. And then as Face Off came out, and then other movies came out, like Swordfish, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah he's really bad. Swordfish. I forget about that movie. You should. There's all of like four I'm seconds of that movie's movie. worth watching. Halle oh, Berry's okay. boobs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But Hugh Jackman's in it. Hugh Jackman is in that movie. Hugh Jackman's in a lot of movies that I haven't seen. Like the... Showman? The complete... Showman? No, because it's complete horseshit. Because <laughs> P.T. Barnum was a horrible person. <laughs> make him seem like a wonderful guy. Let's make a musical. It's I like, didn't even know it was about P.T. Barnum. Yeah, it's about P.T. Barnum. And he's a horrible... Are you sure? Guy. Or is it just loosely based on P.T. Barnum? I'm sure it's loosely based because I don't remember him singing anytime. And he was a big fat guy. And Hugh Jackman is still Wolverine. He is. <laughs> I saw a thing with him where he said that he I don't know, I think I've told you this before where he saw he was at a diner in New York when he had just got cast as Wolverine and he said some dude walked out and goes hey 
you're Wolverine now, right? He's like, yeah. He goes, you got to do it right, bro. It means a lot to all of us. And he's like, no, I know, or whatever. And the guy's like, no, you don't get it. He pulls his shirt off, and his entire back is a Wolverine tattoo. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman was like, all right, so people love this character. I have to do it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the guy was the same guy serving him his food. <laughs> Probably. All right, I feel like an idiot. Martin Scorsese has a total type of movie, too, and he's from the 70s. Yeah. I just thought of that. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably, usually I am. No, Scorsese and Kubrick. That's what I mean. There, what I mean is, there's been stylistic directors forever. I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe That's it's just the thing you like. We grew up on these styles, so we like. Yeah, got attached to them, and then any sort of movie that would come out, then it would have that style. Be like, oh, but that's that's yeah. not your style. Yeah, like it's like well, I mean, any Scorsese movie that comes out, I'll see it. Like, yeah. Gangs in New York is one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. I love that movie. I, I absolutely love it. And he's like, one well, like with DiCaprio, like just, like his new, yeah. uh, his new, um, um, what's his name? Um, De Niro. It's like, right. you're in everything. Uh, I saw a clip the other day, man, and I haven't seen a movie in so long. It was Bronx Tale. Yeah. God, I love that movie. I saw a clip from it the other day. It was forever since I've seen that. Yeah, it was the scene where De Niro shows up at Chas Palminteri's restaurant and gives him, gives him his kid's money back. He's like, I don't want my kid to have this money and all this different stuff. And then like, and he's like, he's my son. He's not yours. You're wrong and all that. And it's like, uh, it's just so. It was like uh, the way that it was written. I know Chad Palminteri wrote it, but the way it was written, where like, after De Niro causes this big scene, he makes his kid cry. He slaps him, and they're walking off, and he's carrying him. And then the guy, Chaz's guy, is like, "Can we take care of it?" And he's like, "Nah, leave him alone." And it's like, it was like this one thing where you're like, like, like you kind of get it. Like he knows he's wrong. Yeah but he can't say shit in front of his guys. Right. And then when it's all over with, it's like, just let it go. It's fine. It's like, it's like, you know, he knows he's wrong. Cause dude, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Being a dad, like, I don't know what I would do in the situation of like someone taking my kid under his wing who I, one, that would be a hard situation. And two, like somebody who's like a criminal, like a bad person, like somebody you don't want him around. Like, like minus the whole like creepy dude with your kid thing. Like just a guy you don't want him around. Like that would be, that would be so hard. Like, cause your kids in that, that age where they, they want to rebel and it's a perfect way to rebel. And you, so I don't know. I I hope I never have to get faced with that Bronx tale situation. (laughs) It's tough. Yeah. My kid to fall in with the mob. The mob. Yeah. Is there a mob anymore? I don't know. I think the current mobs are like cartels. They're definitely the ones that are kind of running the show, that's Probably for sure. The prevalent uh, underworld of money and drugs. You ever seen that 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 show Gangland? That they like document like a gang, like the Crip started and blah, blah, blah. I think, now that you mentioned it, I think I've maybe caught like part parts of it but I never sat and watched the whole part the whole show dude they were talking about like the South American gangs when they came to South Central yeah and like some of the cartel ones were like this too and they were like Crips and Bloods would do drive-bys these guys would like cut dudes heads off and leave them at their front doorstep for their family to find and these all the Crips and Bloods were like these guys aren't messing around okay <laughs> we're gonna this is a whole different kind of gang <laughs> yeah <That's crazy. laughs> I think that's kind of what's happened with the mafia like the whole like you know pomp and circumstance of being in the mafia has kind of fallen by the wayside to more violence and I think it's one of those things where they're like we're not willing to do the stuff that these guys are willing to do it's like uh, that show Ozark did you see that show yet? I saw it watch I've heard it's good is it good? yeah it's so good really? Bingham's great in that movie and that show but yeah it's uh, it's kind of like got some cartel underpinnings in that show too and it 
you know that the violence that escalated violence that you're talking about comes to you see it I wonder how much of that yeah like cause you you know back in the day it was just mobs and, and shooting each other and not really like gonna kill you and your whole family and then right. you know you, you're gonna sit there and I'm gonna kill you after I kill your family in front of you and then it's, it's crazy I wonder how much of it though like I mean obviously there's stuff that is documented that we see but like how much of what we've like come to know as being real is if is affected by pop culture like like they, there's the whole thing where like um what was his name uh just jimmy durante well do you saw like yeah see like that guy yeah apparently mob mobsters didn't talk like that until after they saw him doing it and then they were kind of like trying to be like a tough guy like him right and i wonder how much of like the escalation of violence in in pop culture has shaped stuff like I, I guarantee you there's got to be some guy out there's a head of a family or head of whatever watched the sopranos and started sure. shaping how they were because of the sopranos For sure. yeah people watched that uh what was that movie with um with uh benicio that was about the cartels that just that, like came out a few years ago sicario there's been a sequel to it with yeah. brolin yeah. um like I, you know it makes you wonder like how much did those guys get like oh shit we're you know we're getting all kinds of like yeah, you know stuff that like you know, and they and they shape what they see by that because. Well, look at yeah, it's probably started with Scarface. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you think about you know going back that far, it's that's such a terrible movie too. Oh, dude, Robert Loggia doing a Cuban accent is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Hey, Tony Montana, <laughs> stop. Yeah, that's so. That movie's so like dated now, but everyone like, talks. Remember when it came out though? It was like ridiculous, you know. Yeah. Because that that was that that violent step up that you're, you're oh, yeah. talking about, you know, and that in that movie you were like, oh, you know, just hit you in the face with like. Well, it was like when we were talking about Menace to Society a couple of shows back. Yeah, it yeah. was that kind of thing. We were like, thing. oh damn, like he just yeah. shot that Korean shop owner. Actually happened. You yeah, know? and you know, is Miami like this? this is crazy. Yeah, and then like, yeah. and then you see guys who want to emulate that. Yeah, and it's and weird. So I'm sure it, you know. This guy, you know, he has just guns and coke just blowing all over the table. This is the life. I want that life. You know? So they buy their mansion and spend millions of dollars. And they buy pastel t-shirts and roll up their sleeves on their white jackets and they're Miami Vice. Exactly. (laughs) It all comes full circle. (laughs) It does. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, I mean, how many Italians do you know that ambiguously pretend like they might have mafia family? (laughs) Yeah. It happens all the time. Like dudes I know that are Italian, you're like, you're like, ah, that grandfather. No one quite knows what he did. He worked at a deli. Shut up. Like <laughs> he worked construction yeah. for forty years. He was a construction worker, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. He worked construction. Construction. He yeah, yeah. He worked cement. That's what he did. <laughs> Although my old boss was funny. I used to have an old boss who uh, in Sacramento who ran a, a flower shop. He's the sweetest old man. And he had Parkinson's, so I used to drive him around everywhere. And we would go around downtown in his in his van and people just like all the time like, Oh, George, George, how are you? How are you? He's like, Hey, how are you? Like out the window. Cool. We'd go to the Italian place, he'd get his veal sandwiches for free. Never paid for anything anywhere we went. And at one point I asked him, I was like, dude, who are you? And he just kinda laughed. I'm like and I ever asked a couple people, I'm like, is he connected to something? And everyone's like we all have our suspicions. Yeah, we're like, eh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It was one of those things. It was just so funny. Like, his, everywhere we went, it was like, he was the dude. And I'm driving him around. I'm like, am I going to get whacked? Like, is this, 
I'm about to chase you down at like a fruit stand, like in Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> Start crying, Papa. <laughs> I'm not Fredo, damn it. <laughs> uh, we got to do a whole show on on mafia movies. Yeah, I love those movies. I love them too, except for except for uh, what was that one? It was a uh, God. It was a terrible one. That everyone loved. Oh, Nick, uh, the 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 stupid movie with. Dick Tracy, I oh, I, yeah. I couldn't stand that movie. That and uh, analyze this and that. Oh God, the worst. Oh man, leave it to Billy Crystal to ruin something. And now De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. He's God. He's, what happened to that guy? Why did I just see him in, and I was like, De Niro's in this movie. Oh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. No. Okay. <laughs> machete. It was one of the Machete movies. It was like on TV, and I was like, oh, there's uh, I don't know. The Danny actor. Trejo. Yeah, Trejo. Because he was in Heat. Yeah. <laughs> got his ass kicked in Heat. Yeah. By Rollins, remember? Well, they oh, don't show man. it, but like he got beat down by Henry Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. When Rollins came on, I was like, oh, I forgot he's in this movie. It's so great. And what's his name? The actor uh, who is Rollins' boss in the movie? Oh, um, yeah. David Fincher. Not David Fincher. Um, the white guy. I forget his name. It's... Fincher, I think, is there Fickner or whatever? He's in, he's in like everything. Yeah, he, yeah. He was in the, he was in the Batman Returns. Right. He was the, the guy at the bank. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Danny uh, Trejo, Robert Machete. De Niro. Yeah. It was, I just turned it on, there's Trejo, and he's like, you know, get revenge, or he just yeah. gave somebody some case, and I don't know. Is he fighting Seagal yet? No, and oh. then it just pans over to De Niro, it was just, I'm just like, oh. And then I was like, oh. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> Rolling in the money some more. Oh, yeah. yeah. He doesn't care. I think there's multiple Machete movies. Yeah, there's like two or three Machete movies, yeah. And the funny thing is, is that Machete is actually a character in the Spy Kids movies. What? Yeah. I know Danny Trejo's in the Spy Kids movies. Yeah, he's Machete. Really? Yeah. Is he a bad guy? Yeah. No, he's like, helps. he helps the Spy Kids, and he's Antonio Barrett Vanderas is like his brother or something so he's like a, he's like the spy kids uh, crazy uncle hold on kids let me cut these guys heads yeah, off for yeah, you and help yeah. out but he's like not that crazy they call him machete I think that's funny because when I uh, I remember my oldest son's watch he's watching it and I was like oh he's trailers in this movie it's crazy they call him machete but they, you know he's I wonder if when they made that movie Robert, like the B-rated version. Robert Rodriguez is like dude I want to take one of these characters and just make him a psychopath I'm like <laughs> I can't stand this family movie shit <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Oh God, we were just talking about something that made me think of a movie that I thought was it was De Niro. I don't know. I forget now. Damn. I, although I do think it's funny that Steven Seagal's in Machete. And he fights him with a samurai sword. Oh, Steven Seagal, such a hero, and then he just. I loved all those movies when I was. A he kid, couldn't man. stop eating. Yeah. Oh, dude, the movie with him and uh, what's his name? Um. Dude, we are like drawing blanks right now tonight. But yeah. the one where he's like a cop in New York. Hard to kill? Hard to kill. It oh. It's so hard to watch now knowing. I'm sure all those dude, movies are. Like, like knowing yeah. like all like, like if you were to watch a movie, like a not another teen movie style movie about like not another action movie from the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like it, him and Jerry Orbach from, from, um, from, you know, uh, Dirty Dancing and Law and Order um, are having this conversation because the, the plot of the movie, for those who haven't seen it, is basically the bad guy is a mafia dude who loses his mind because he starts getting all coked out. 
he and Seagal grew up together. Seagal happens to be a cop. Half his family's mobsters, half his family's cops. And he's the only one who can get Johnny, who's the bad guy. Richie, Richie. Richie. And he's sitting there talking to Jerry Orbach, and he's loading up a shotgun from the back of his car, and he's wearing a beret for some reason. <laughs> and Jerry Orbach's like, what are we going to do? He goes, just give me a shotgun and a car and leave me alone. I'll find Richie. And he's like, what are you going to do? You know what I'm going to do when I get him? I'm going to take him down my way. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> this is like, please tell me this is a joke. And it's like, that's the whole movie. It's so bad. It is bad. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't think of the guy's name. He's a big actor, too, who plays him. He's the guy who was in uh, The Rock, who played, like, the FBI agent who was who was off the whole time, who, like, uh, damn. I gotta think. Of, I gotta. I gotta look him up now. Yeah, look it up. He, he's um. Oh, dude! Like I, I just know that. Like every time we don't, we don't know. It's so funny. Like I'm usually really good at names of movies, people, <laughs> but like for some reason I'm just like, no. oh, Tom Sizemore. Or... Oh, he wasn't in that. Never mind. Uh, William Forsythe. Okay. William Forsythe. He played right. him. Yeah. He was. Dude, The Rock has got Sean Connery, Nick Cage, Ed Harris, John Spencer. Ed Harris could play Thanos. Ed Harris could play Thanos. You are <laughs> damn right about that. William Forsythe, Michael Biehn, John C. McGintley. Jeez, everybody's in this movie. Tony Todd. Damn, I forgot how many people were in this movie. Yeah. It's a lot of people. It's a great Michael Bay movie. Oh, the, what's his name? Negan is in that. Huh. He is? Oh, no, it's not him. It's somebody else. Looks like him. Never mind. Yeah, it's a good movie though. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, Nick Cage is hard to take in some movies, like in like in um, uh, what was the movie where he played a Forrest Gump in prison? Con Air. Give me back my bunny. It sounds like Forrest Gump. It's so bad. It's bad. Is awful. John Malkovich hello, hello people in that John Malkovich Dave Chappelle oh, yeah. Ving Rhames oh. by the way does Ving Rhames voice the Arby's commercials or is it someone who sounds like Ving Rhames I think it's Ving Rhames it's gotta be anyway Chappelle Ving Rhames Malkovich him Mackay whatever Bubba Gump which was the funniest thing to me because he's sitting next to Bubba the whole movie and he's acting like Forrest I'm like yeah, yeah. if I was that dude I'd be like yo I've already done this movie man shrimp I get it yeah <laughs> what Danny Trejo's in that movie. In that he movie plays Johnny Forty Six. Who's the the cop? It's uh, the the Mexican chick. Um, no, no, no. The 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 lead actor. Who's oh, the cop, the good guy cop. Um, uh, um, what's his name? Um, no, John Cusack. Cusack. That's it. John Cusack's in that movie. That's right. Um, the guy who plays like the FBI guy, who's kind of like the rogue FBI guy, is like a he's a really well known character actor. I can't think of his name, but he's one of those guys who's well known character yeah Denny Trejo's in that movie um damn yeah, that's a that's, that's a another one good movie too they're probably gonna remake that movie someday I hope not starring The Rock cause he's in everything right everything. now apparently the, Rampage not yet is it out I think it comes out next week I'll see it comes out the week before Avengers so yeah so everything's gonna come out the week before or after Avengers why bother Nothing. Seriously. Nothing is gonna get seen. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, like, I feel that's such a crazy month coming up with uh, Deadpool and then Han Solo. And then what do you think of Han Solo? Have you seen the trailer? I watched the first trailer. You didn't watch the second one yet? No. Okay. Probably won't. 
I like Woody Harrelson in it. Like I like I like the look of his character. Dude, I am a huge Donald Glover fan. So yeah, me too. I'm hyped because I think he looks a lot like Childish Gambino. I'm just kidding. He does. <laughs> so but yeah, no, he he he's a hell of an actor. He's just he's an all around funny ass stand up entertainment. Yeah, the dude is like talented. He's an egot. <laughs> Someday <laughs> he's he's got he's got the the potential. Yeah. Um. If Whoopi can do it, but yeah, he. So I'm I'm a fan of him, you know, and it's got the the Chewbacca's there so that's you know <laughs> he always gets so typecast plays the same role in every movie it's like Sam Jackson we want you to play Chewbacca yeah. I get it <laughs> got it and then you know I everybody's like I don't know about this dude Han Solo I forget his name who they cast yeah I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen but him anything or if I have trailer, I was like I buy it. People are like complaining about the dumbest shit. Like he doesn't sound like Harrison Ford. Oh, so dumb. Harrison like, Ford's like yeah, sixty years old in the movie. Can't. Like, yeah, he's not gonna sound like him. Yeah. There's so yeah, is Vader I'm gonna make board, like? Huh? Are they gonna have like a Vader thing in this too? I don't know if they can. Why not? Vader's around. I don't think Vader's around in that movie. He's gotta be. No, it's before Vader. Where would this fall on the timeline? It's before, so it's before because the Empire's still around. No. Yeah, because he says he wants to be a pilot, and it looks like they're like Empire. I don't. It's Tie Fighters, but I don't know where the like. It's pre. It's pre. Uh, Star Wars. It's pre Star Wars, but like, is it? So it's it's. It's got to be before Rogue One, but yeah. after the third abortion. I mean prequel. So it's got to be somewhere in between there, yeah, but it's got to be like Anakin became Vader right after the third prequel. Yeah, so it's got to be Vader's got to be around then. I don't see. I think it might be somewhere before. I don't think so, or maybe it happens right after. I don't know. It's I think somewhere it's, there, but I, think I don't it, know. I think they said he gets if rejected by the Empire. That's just going to be cheap to me. I mean, I don't mean like having him in it. I mean more like just having him be sort of the you know the the the, the shark in the water of Jaws. Like you don't see him, but he's kind of the bad guy in the background. Like because right. I mean he's obviously rebelling against the Empire. Yeah. So the Empire has to be there. So that means it's after Clone Wars. It's it's got to be Palpatine and all that stuff. So yeah. So it has to happen. I'm just curious what kind of references they're going to make because they've got to make some. Well, that's what those movies are, basically. Yeah. yeah. Hey, remember this part? Yeah. Yeah. You like Darth Vader? Here's some Darth Vader <laughs> choking action. Everybody, yay. No. You like the guy who got his arm cut off in the bar? Yeah. This is him walking before he's that got, happens. Yeah. yeah, he's got both arms. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to see every stage of C-3PO's life? Because <laughs> this is it. What if C-3PO's parents think all those movies are just about him? What if it, it was, that was just it? It was just an R2-D2, C-3PO was just the... If it wasn't for R2-D2, they'd all be dead, like, 20 times over. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this entire movie could just be called The Droid Saves a Bunch of Humans' Asses. Yeah. Constantly. Trash compactor. Dead. Because if it wasn't for R2, Luke Skywalker would be at the bottom of the Starlight Pit. He would have been crushing the trash compactor in the first movie. Uh. Shut them all down. <laughs> C-3PO, do something. Yeah, C-3PO would be, yeah, he's he just barks orders at R2. It's just awful. I always wondered if R2 blew up the other R2 unit in the first one. 
because he like moves around right before it happens like almost like he has some sort of like little thing he did or if it just was like the force luck that it happened mm-hmm. the same reason they ran out of gas on Anakin Skywalker's stupid planet Ugh. Anakin Skywalker that just that poor kid probably do you doing. feel like the Star Wars movies are in a better place now yeah than they were the prequels yeah yeah I feel like the Star Wars movie prequels were were literally George Lucas's frustration of that he couldn't make the movies he wanted to make in the 70s because of the technology right and he was trying to jam so much shit into those movies it was like dude there's no point like he forgot the story and went with cool pretty stuff yeah and you know he literally was a man in his midlife crisis who went for a 25-year-old girl in the Corvette. And it's like, dude, that's not what's got you here. Yeah. Like, just do your thing, man. And I, I think that um, Disney was probably right to cut him out because I think his he would have done the same thing to the to the other movies. I felt like he, he would have, like... Because the, the prequels to me, like, they were so interesting like I love the story like the stories were good but just the movies themselves were just like not there so, didn't you feel like I mean the how I felt was that the stories were good as far as the Cliff Notes version but the way they played themselves out exactly. it didn't it didn't it wasn't satisfying right like it was like okay this is a cool idea you have these Gungan dudes that live under the thing you really screwed up their characters by making them comics comically just, yeah yeah, just campy like. yeah and then it was like this war was like stupid because it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't it was like the story would have been awesome if you'd have just made it better like stop making it for kids just make a movie exactly and they they tow that line and but they towed the line in the original Star Wars movies because it was like look these are all the things that are in this world and if you want to buy the toy cool right now it was like it was like watching the Transformers TV show for you know the kid show it was like these are all the new toys that are coming out. Right. Here's the cartoon of them. Yeah. It literally was like you're watching it and you're like looking like like you know you're look as I watched the first prequel. I'm like oh so now they want to have those toys and those toys and those toys <laughs> and oh they have to have a new ship because that's a that toy and let's have this ship that goes underwater so we can have a bath toy for your kids and right. it was like. I never got that sense in the first three movies that came out because it was like oh okay cool oh you're gonna make a toy out of console and carbonite. I guess that makes sense. Like, you know, whatever. But, like, in reality, I wasn't like, eh, it's carbonite because I'm going to make that toy. Like, it never seemed that way. Right. You know, the, the different Imperial Guards, it was, there was a reason that they were red. Yeah. You know, there was a reason that these guys had the long flowing neck things and stuff because they were just, they had to delineate the, the difference between the classes. But it wasn't, like, because you wanted to sell the toys. Like, yeah. I never felt like I was being beaten over the head with it. Where in the prequels, it was, like, all that. And that, it was, it was tough because... I think getting back to kind of where we started it's you have these prequels and they're so so directed at kids and you and me when when they came out we were like what 16 17 years old 18 years old the prequels I was in college we were in college I was at Sac State they remastered the original oh the remastering the originals yeah those were awesome like I didn't mind that I was like, I was on board with it because they were like, here's these remasters and then the prequels are coming, right? They teased it. Right. And so we're all hyped up and we're getting older, right? And by the time these prequels roll out, we're, you know, 20, 22 years old. Yeah. And we, we're watching movies like 
you know, Saving Private Ryan. Right. And we're getting like, okay, I want these, I want this cool universe to kind of be more grown up. Yeah, and the, the, I get that. The prequels rolled out, and for me, it was just like, these are kids' movies. Like, these are aimed at, like, 10 and 12-year-olds. And I was just, I toned out. There were parts of it, like, and it would hit. And it would hit on it, like, oh, oh, it's happening, right? They're making them more for us. And then it would just go right back to where it was. Like, Which is weird, because the way they ended was so dark that I don't even know, like, if my kids right now were watching it, I'd be like, hey, we're going to turn off the part where Darth Vader gets cut in pieces and lit on fire by lava. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, he, yeah, the I end of it is, like, super dark. Yeah, I don't let my, my, none of my kids have seen that, the episode three. Yeah. But, and that was, I was kind of like, that's, I enjoyed that one the most, because I feel like it was kind of like, I mean, the whole prequels was leading up to that, right? Right. Oh, there's going to be this battle, and we kind of knew that from, I don't know what sources, you know, back in the day, but we knew that Darth Vader was Darth Vader because Obi-Wan, you know, well, he says it in the, their, their fight. Last time we, we faced, I was a student. Right. You know, you're the master. Yeah. yeah. So that was like, I feel like that one was the most like in my wheelhouse. Like that's what I wanted to see. And it, it they touched on it various in, in the other, the prequels, less in the first one. And they touched on it a little bit in the second one with the the clones and the 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 war there right. I felt like that was kind of a payoff like a little grown up and then you know you get to see Django get his head lopped off I mean that's you know that was kind of big that's right. you know the 12 year olds are like oh that's his that's just his helmet and you know the adults are like no his head's in there and that's yeah. pretty crazy um, but then it jumps you know and then you're jumping back and forth and you got this whole like totally cheesy love story between like Anakin and and she, and she had to carry him in those scenes because he's such oh, a shitty actor so bad and that was too like choose so many different movies and there's so many good kid actors and and you're choosing these and I mean halfway through you gotta realize oh this is just bad Hayden Christensen was just yeah he, I think that the movies would have been a lot more passable had he not been in them and you know it's probably like I mean I'm not laying the sole blame on Hayden and then even in the the first one the the kid in that one I feel like a lot of it is sure some of it's on them but a lot of it's the writing is the writing is just bad yeah but you think about it I mean you've got like you know uh, what's his name um, played Obi-Wan um, Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor you've got Liam Neeson you've got Natalie Portman I mean you've got great actors yeah Sam Jackson like all these people Yoda <laughs> all these people who are these really great actors and you've got this guy it's like he sticks out like a sore thumb yeah like it's I wonder if Natalie Portman was just like damn like had to remind herself alright you're part of the Star Wars universe just just be happy yeah but you know now that you say that it actually makes a lot of sense because if you think about it from a kid's perspective Darth Maul is one of the most like people still complain about how one dimensional of a character he was for as evil and a formidable opponent as he was supposed to be. I mean, he yeah. kills Qui-Gon Jinn. Spoiler alert. And, um, and like, you're looking at him as, like, being, like, this dude who taught Obi-Wan everything, and Obi-Wan is taught Luke, so Obi-Wan must be this super powerful guy. Right. And there's no backstory, and he gets killed in a way that's very much, like, you don't care enough about his character to, to care that he dies, like right. a kid would. Yeah. 
and he gets cut in half and he kind of like falls down like they don't show him like dying yeah it's like oh he's cut in half but he's still kind of like looking at the at, at obi-wan yeah so like for a kid it's 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 like violent but not crazy violent right and then i i wonder if it was one of those things where basically lucas said okay kids that are going to see this are going to be 10 years old when they see this right so when they see the last one they're going to be about 16 so they can handle a little bit more violence in number three and, yeah. and, and you know because I mean literally the guy probably looked at it from a perspective of, of money more than anything else for sure and he made a shit ton of money on it but because the first two were PG and then PG-13 was right and that's the only Star Wars to be PG-13 I think I thought the new one was the new I mean uh, yeah of the okay, Force yeah. Awakens and uh, The Last Jedi you know what the thing though that I missed out of the other three that I think that what bothered me was and I don't know if this bothered me, but like, I think the thing that like I think that the new ones have done that the old ones didn't do, or that the prequels didn't do. It's like they're their own story, but they don't, um, they don't reference in tone the originals. Right. Like there's nothing nostalgic about them because they don't reference the originals. Where like the first time I saw Force Awakens, I was like, I feel nostalgic about this movie, even though I've never seen it. Yeah. And it was like, and it wasn't a nostalgia like, like what they did with Rogue One, where it's like you see the guys from the bar that Luke, you know, gets right. in the encounter with, or they sneak C three PO in there for some reason, like you know, like oh, why are they going there? It's like, dude, does he have to be in this movie? Like, it's like, right. it's you know, it's like one of those things like they kind of force it upon you, but like in in the newer movies, I didn't feel like it was forced, even though there are obviously similar characters, Luke's in it, things like that. But like, I felt like it was actually, I like the way Luke's story ended. I honestly do. I like the way he becomes part of the force and just yeah. disappears. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome too. Yeah, and like and and the way that like the force has evolved where Ray and Kylo Ren are connected in some way and you know just I don't I thought that it, I like the way that it's gone, but it's gone in a way that like I'm like okay, cool, I'm willing to go on this ride now and see where this takes me, but I feel like I am actually watching a continuation of the original movies. For sure. Where the new ones I was kind of like Okay, so is this like a new story that somehow we're like almost like like how Rogue One? It's like it's part of the of the canon, but it's yeah. not really um, related. Yeah, you know, it's like, it was weird like that. I don't know. And I like weirdly enough, I like the first one until they meet up with Jar Jar. Like I like all the futuristic world stuff. Yeah, because I kind of like the idea that there's been this because just like with Earth, like when the Egyptians were here, it was the height of of society, the height of technology. But then, like, things happened and they went away and then, like, things evolved and all that. And, like, people had, like, talked about, like, why would Luke's, you know, planet have such, like, and, and the technology in the first movies be so rudimentary when then the prequels, it was, like, so advanced. Right. It's like, well, yeah, but a lot of the stuff gets torn down, gets break, broken up. A lot of worlds haven't advanced yet. Like, like people seem to think if we go to another planet and meet aliens, they're going to be just as advanced as us or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or if they were to come here, they'd be like, wow, you guys are in the Stone Ages, basically. <laughs> so it's like everything evolves at its own different pace. So it For makes sure. sense that, like, it would be all over the place. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I none of that stuff bothered me. I just, I couldn't stand Jar Jar Binks. I just, I literally cannot stand. Like, if I had a cardboard cutout of Jar Jar Binks that I could punch every morning I'd be happy I really can't stand it. I thought he ruined the movies more than Hayden Christensen did yeah and that choices like that were just like what you know yeah it, it, it made you question like do you do we want this guy to make yeah. more <laughs> yeah and that you was made Darth like, Vader sir come on yeah <laughs> I mean you thought of like in and that's the thing it's like okay was he you know 
obviously he made Darth Vader and but I'd, I'd like to see like was Darth Vader how he was this how he George Lucas wanted Darth Vader to be or was this how like okay I see what you're you know and all these creative people that he had on the first movies well this is what we can do with what you know the, the budget and so this is where we're at you know right. this is your Darth Vader and this is where we're at for the movie and I'd like to see like how different characters and things evolved in that process because because I'm sure like he had his his vision for a while probably before you know he apparently he wrote movie. like a good amount of scripts yeah like within the, the universe of it like yeah. like well because they're fan fiction now he wrote like a lot of it yeah but yeah like you said like he doesn't have didn't have the means to do it right right and so they had to just go with what they were able to and they, and they you know which was amazing at the time for what they did and I feel like like you said he 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 felt the success of the first three movies and then he you know they started uh, Industrial Light and Magic and then they re-released the first three movies and then he was like okay I, you know and that's that's when it happened like his movies stopped being you know and started being all CGI and green screen and, and that and that's uh, it's tough I wonder if it's frustrating for him if he does if it's either it could be the other way too where he's so imaginative that he gets so wrapped up in the world he's creating yeah that the story itself just goes away just disappears yeah so I, he's got his like you know main highlights but it's, right you know he's the, he wants to show off all these worlds and things he's created I was, I was listening to this radio lab um, podcast yesterday they were talking about Pompeii and they said that like a third of Pompeii hasn't been excavated because they realized the techniques they've been using for it's one of the first widely excavated um, historical sites yeah. ever. And for those who don't know, it's Mount Vesuvius exploded and Pompeii and Herculea and all these different cities were killed. Were, were basically put under like it was six inches of ash an hour that dropped on it for like twenty something hours. So it's like really thick. And they basically would do is they'd find these bodies and they started injecting them in with. Um, uh, plas- plaster, like making plaster casts. That's how they have these the people of Pompeii in these horrible, horrific situations where they were basically you caught them dying, basically. Yeah. And and they realized like they were letting people sit on benches that were like like one of the guys in the radio lab thing was like, I'm going through Pompeii and I'm like, can I really sit here? Like I feel like this is, I shouldn't I shouldn't be able to stand here or sit here. They're like no, it's fine. And then they realized, oh yeah, no, we shouldn't be doing that. And what they, these people in Italy finally realized was like this historical society was we're not going to excavate the rest of this. We're done excavating because we don't have the technology yet to do it correctly. Yeah. And I wonder if George Lucas kind of had that thought when he was making the other ones like, I really want to make these prequels, but I can't do it yet because what I see in my head, we can't make. Yeah. And then it was one of those things where like when he finally went to make it, I wonder if it was like one of those things where it's like, Ooh, look at all these toys. I could do this. I could do this. I can do this. And it was like, dude, you forgot the story. Yeah. Like, like, let's have a little bit of backstory on Darth Maul. Let's have less of a backstory on this annoying ass kid and a pod race. And let's have more story on Darth Maul. Darth Maul and the Jedi, because that's why everybody's here. I want to see lightsabers yeah. and, you know, the fights. Yeah. I get it. Jesus stories. Mom was, okay, cool. Yeah. Midichlorians. We get it. Let's move on. Where's the lightsabers? Exactly. Let's watch this double headed lightsaber. And that's something, uh, I don't know if you've uh, the cartoons. There's two Star Wars cartoons: the Clone Wars the and Clone Wars, and then uh, Star Wars Rebels. Which I haven't seen. I've been told I should watch them, and I haven't wrapped up. Yeah, okay. they're both awesome. Um, 
Clone Wars goes deep into the backstory of Anakin and Obi Wan and their relationship as like like Padawan and, and teacher and all that. Yeah, yeah, and it's more of Anakin moving out of being a Padawan and being a Jedi, mm. and the way him and and Obi Wan are they're basically you know battle commanders at this point, and that whole war, and Darth Maul comes back in that and his backstory is way deep oh yeah isn't he like extended. mechanical legs or something yeah okay yeah he he's basically he lives and he has like a mechanical legs and in the, in the beginning it's like four legs so he's kind of like a you know he has like a there's a grievous yeah he's kind of like that and then you know you you it, they, it goes deep into his backstory and you learn he's got a brother and then his brother is trained in the Sith. He trains his brother in the Sith ways, and they both have like a deep, like you realize how crazy he is, and his deep hatred for uh, Palpatine at this point because he's the one who basically was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna send you over there while we do this in the battle," you know? Right? Because he's he blames Palpatine, and then Palpatine's in the show as well, and he comes back, and he's he Palpatine learns that. Uh, Darth Maul is alive. He like senses him, and then him and uh, Vader were like, "We got to kill this guy because he, you know, there can only be two Sith and rule two, right?" Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's pretty that yeah, the cartoon was awesome. Uh, I watch, you know, it's cool for the kids. It's all on Netflix, right? I yeah, I believe the Clone Wars. I don't think Rebels is on Netflix, but I know the Clone Wars is, and that's that that I think that wrapped up like four years ago, three years. It ago. It was like five seasons or something, right? Seven, I think. Seven? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been told a couple of different people that I should get into it. I, I, I just, it's one of those things, like, I go to Netflix, man, and I just forget what I, it's like, it's like when I used to shop at record stores. Mm-hmm. I walk in, like, oh, I want to get these CDs, and then I walk in, and like an hour later, I'm like, what the hell am I here for? <laughs> it's like, seriously, got Netflix, I'm like, oh, that looks like a cool documentary. Ooh, so, oh, that looks like a cool movie. Yeah. Then I'm like, ah, I'm just going to watch Civil War again. <laughs> Here's a show for the kids, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> You guys want to watch a cooking show? I'm like, cool, whatever. <laughs> Parks yeah. and Rex is on again. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. <laughs> the Office. When in doubt, Andy Dwyer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I'll check that out. I gotta check that one out. Yeah, that's. It, it, I love Darth Maul. I used to have a Darth Maul cup and a Darth Maul inflatable chair. <laughs> I don't even know why. Like, I got, I got, got. I'm sitting here bitching about George Lucas selling everything, and oh, I bought a damn inflatable Star chair. Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I got got. I remember, dude, remember your, like, your whole room yeah. in college was, like, it looked like a toy store. Because you had hooks all over your wall with all your unopened Star Wars stuff. I don't, oh, know, how, yeah. I don't know how you had the, the, the mental fortitude as a child to buy those and not just open them. Yeah. I still have those in a box somewhere. <laughs> like, 40-year-old virgin, you're going <laughs> to... Yeah, my, and my, uh, my four-year-old, he has, like, a little, you know, those, uh, the pop vinyls. He yeah. has like a nice collection of those that he keeps in the box. Dude, my son tries to open stuff before we leave the store. <laughs> he has his dad's impulse control problems. I got sent, dude, uh, Jer- my buddy Jeremy sent me a text today. He's like, hey, there's new, or Brad and Jeremy are this little thing from the gym. There's like a little thread. And it sent me a thing saying, hey, there's a new flavor of Rockstar at AMP and we should check it out. An hour later, I was there buying it. I sent him a picture. They're like, really? I'm like, I have impulse control. Shut up, guys. I don't care. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like mango, tangerine, guava, strawberry. Sugar-free. Sugar-free? Yeah. 
Monster or Rockstar? Rockstar. Rockstar. It's amazing. Only at AMPM. Really? Yeah, they do that a lot. They'll have like exclusive flavors for AMPM for a while. Seven <laughs> uh, Eleven does it. I think there's like a purple one at Seven Eleven, like a grape one at Seven Eleven right now too. That's funny. Yeah, I've been drinking Bangs lately. Three hundred and a little over three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar too? No. No sugar. Nope. No sugar. They have pina colada. They're not, all the all the, with the exception of pina colada. They're all like named like. Star Blast, Power Punch, yeah. you know shit like that. But it's they're so good. Are they at AMPM only or no? Uh, those are like Vitamin Shop. Um, we sell them at the gym. Um, I think you can buy them. So as a normal guy who doesn't have go to the gym, we're kind of Vitamin guys. Shop. It's it's a store. Vitamin Shoppy. Shoppy. They have what? cool. They have them chilled at Vitamin Shop and Nutri Shop, or just come by my gym and pick one up. Um, or there's a few places you can get them. I don't know exactly. I, I've Target seen them or... other places. No, um, uh, I think uh, what's it called? Um, Nugget has them, and, and Whole Foods won't because it's you know it's got it's got bad stuff in it. But Nugget has them. Nugget. Yeah, Nugget has them. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, you hit Halo Top, but I did the same thing today. I had a Halo Top that I, I didn't had. mind it. Okay, you just didn't think it was great ice cream. Well, it's that whole, uh, your wife's a vegetarian, so it pretty much makes you vegetarian. Right. <laughs> she didn't like it. It was not agreeing with her, so. Yeah, there you go. Probably the sugar alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, makes yeah, a lot of people. read about it and was like, I think it's the, and so now we see all these, like, ice cream flavors, and I'm like, hey, this is new. You want to check that out? And she looks at it, and it's the, nope, that's the, uh, the, the sweetener in it is the alcohol. And I was like, oh, okay. So we just eat normal sugar like fatties. Hey, dude. Whatever. Doesn't matter. What's that uh, that Life gelato, short. that uh, Talenti? Oh, that stuff's called? amazing. Oh, so good. They make an eggnog one in the holidays. It's, it's probably my favorite ice cream ever. That's, that's the S. Yes. And I then, can... like, yeah, I hoard it. I hoard it like I go into Safeway. I will buy, like, four or five of them and just <laughs> put them in my freezer. And I think I like, ate my last one, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> So I was like, have an eggnog in, in March. Out of context, great. eggnog. <laughs> so good. Oh, dude. I had theirs. Halo Top has like a seasonal pumpkin pie one. Oh, yeah. With little bits of like graham cracker. Oh, God. But I had one today. Like, there, I heard they had a new flavor out and I saw it at the store. <laughs> so you drove to the store Fucking... immediately. <laughs> no, I was at the store and I saw it and I bought it. I sent Jeremy and Brad a picture. I'm like, look. They're like, Jesus, man. <laughs> I got home from the store. What was store. that flavor that you got? It's blueberry crumble. Oh. Yeah. Yeah? I ate it while I was putting away my groceries. <laughs> the whole thing? Yeah, dude. It's like 300 <laughs> calories. See, with the Talendis, I, I have to do half. Like, yeah. I can't. I open Halo Top, and I immediately throw the top away. <laughs> I will not <laughs> be needing that. I will not be needing you. <laughs> you have served your purpose. Go on, soldier. You will get in my way no longer. <laughs> Into the garbage. You you mock me, <laughs> yeah, dude. I ate that. I was putting, and it was funny because we went to Denios today, and about like thirty bucks worth of of veggies. Which, if you've ever been to Denios, you know that I had to like, I had like eight Back bags, yeah, basically. <laughs> so I'm sitting there putting away veggies and cutting them up while eating my fucking <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> Granted, it's okay for you ice cream, but it's not as good as not eating ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh well. It's okay. But that's all right. It's okay. You're gonna, I'll be dead soon. So your I kids, should enjoy myself. Do you let your kids eat the Halo Tops? No. Uh, no. Our kids need a lot of sugar. But, like, when they do eat it, like, 
they've had real ice cream. Well, my son has, my daughter hasn't yet, but yeah, I don't, I try not, we try to give them like, you know, organic food so that fake sugar is not organic. Stevia is, but yeah. No, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. No. Uh, like every once in a while, he'll get that. Like fruits and veggies. Yeah. Yeah. He was like complaining the other day. He's like, there's a lot of sugar in, in apples. I'm like, yeah, there's fiber in it too. Shut up. <laughs> just eat your like, apple. Just eat your apple, it. dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, he's so sensitive though. I can't tell him the whole like, there's kids who don't get have food. He'll be like, what? We should go feed them. So I'm like, you know, just eat your damn food. Flying some supplies. Yeah, exactly. He'll like, he'll want to like start like a whole like, you know. Donate. Yeah. Like just... <laughs> He's like, he's too sweet. Feed the hungry. Start an Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm Have your son asked for a phone yet? Mm, yeah, my oldest. Yeah, well, I figured the four-year-old's not asking for a phone, other than your phone. But they, they have tablets, so that kind of... But, like, no, I'm talking about, like, them. are you worried at all about having him free reign of the... Of the World Wide Web and a phone at some point? Well, I already deal with that. This tablet, you know, because it's hooked up to the internet. Oh, right. So, YouTube's on lock. And then I caught him. It was just last week watching YouTube. <laughs> He's in his room. It's past his bedtime, but it's the weekend, so we let him, like, you know, okay, you can read a book, do whatever you want. And I, I'm sitting on the couch, and, like, two rooms away, and his door's shut, and I hear him like laughing and I can hear the the tablet like <laughs> the audio something's on there and he's got it turned up and he thinks it's hilarious and I bust in there what are you watching uh just playing a game <laughs> liar take and then he's like fumbling around with the tablet like this cause he knows he's not supposed to be on YouTube and he knows like cause I I uninstalled the app because like the backstory is with his YouTube, like we would say, okay, you can watch videos on YouTube and then he'd watch and then YouTube does this thing where they had like these, uh, suggested videos right. and it's like fills up like half the sidebar with these, it just to click away. And all of a sudden he's watching some weird, you know, video that Bobby made on his home on his, you know. Well, there was a whole thing where like these people in other countries were making these like crazy ass videos that they were labeling as for kids. Yeah. But they were like these super demented cartoons just because people are dicks. Yeah. Yeah. And they were getting shown up in those feeds because they're kid cartoons. Right. Right. And that's, we caught uh, Marcus. Yeah. He scrolls up and he's watching and we're sitting at the dinner table one night and he's watching it. He must have been six or seven and he's it's Sonic the Hedgehog and he's watching it and Sonic all of it starting just dropping F-bombs like yelling fucking wow. shit and I'm just like what and uh, my wife sits, sits up and was like what and she runs over there and that was that was pretty much the end of YouTube for him trying to get these gold coins bitch yeah <laughs> And it was just it was just awful. Like it wasn't even like Sonic related at that point. It right. was just two, you know, dubbed over voices, and I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. So, and then I tried to police it, and be like, okay, you need to stay. Like I need to know what videos you're watching at all times. Like so, I okay, he was into video games, so I was like, okay, I know these few content creators that are you know 
kid friendly. You could watch these guys. And so he would watch them and then, you know, okay, you could watch two videos and then you got to turn it off. Her for days he was watching those Minecraft videos when I came yeah, to your house. He, yeah. Minecraft. He was into that for a while. Uh, Stampy and, uh, my other buddy, his kid's kind of the same age and he's, he's like, he's exactly the same problems and issues. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this is how we deal with it. But, um, yeah, his, his boy's like all into Minecraft and now it's that Roblox game. Which I don't know. Did we talk about that? It's like this game, and <laughs> we had to basically take it away because it's this game. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And you like make other games with this game, and so like for all these kids who their moms and dads won't let them play Call of Duty, you just there's this game called Roblox. Oh, it's just Roblox. No, but it's you're playing Call of Duty inside of Roblox. They just make their own Call of Duty games. So all these weird characters have m16s and sniper rifles and you know rpgs and they're you know shooting each other and it, it's so that game's blocked now but yeah it's uh uh ridiculous so i caught him uh watching youtube the other day and looked at his browser and he's watching like some random youtube video like don't laugh challenge or something and i'm just like okay so tablets away Dude, the don't laugh challenge if that's the one i'm thinking of that's the one where like they have like co-stars of movies like will ferrell and like kevin hart will like say jokes to each other and like mean stuff about each other until one of them laughs no it was it was two random youtube people like watching other youtube videos like almost like tosh right 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 and i'm just like okay this is off so or joel McHale, yeah or joel McHale. although his is like tv reality tv yeah but by the way speaking of netflix shows his new show it's the same show. It's so good. Uh, so he gets the internet through his tablet, and we kind of we're regulating that. And so he's asked for a phone a few times already, and it's just like teetering. And uh, my wife is very, uh, she's on the you not getting a phone until you're 18, and I'm like, okay, but when he starts driving I'm gonna wanna know where he is and that's gonna be possible if I give him a phone and turn on his little tracker or he just doesn't get a license till he's 18 yeah <laughs> you're like that means I gotta go to the store for two more years than I planned on <laughs> yeah that's uh it's it's not yeah I don't, I don't know but that's I, where we're at with the phone like, I worry about that a little bit that's gonna you, happen yeah are you going through the phone like you don't know what's going on with the phone? Nah, he's his care. Yeah. He's four. He didn't care. He wants my phone because he wants to watch. He listens. I haven't listened to the music that I like listening to in the car. So he likes like, like he wants to listen to like, you know, like I drove him to school one time and I wanted to have it on tape because it was so funny. But like, I was like, what do you want to listen to? Slipknot! I was like, yeah! I was like, Slipknot on the way to school. He likes a lot of the punk stuff I like. Like, you know, like, he likes No Effects and Bad Religion and stuff like that. But unfortunately, I on that suggestion thing, I know this is totally, like, stupid because it's not even close to the same, but the band Good Charlotte came on and it was that song Life Tiles of the Rich and Famous. Yeah. It's a terrible song. Yeah. Terrible band. My son friggin' loves it. <laughs> Calls it his favorite song. Oh! I had to listen to that stupid ass song all the time. I mean, 
I, and like it's obvious I mean it's funny because it's not like a kid song so it's like not annoying yeah. but it's just such a bad song and they're right. such a shit band I'm like oh man <laughs> but like he also loves the Foo Fighters and stuff like that so like I listen to good music with him so like that's the only thing he ever wants on my phone is he wants me to play music for him yeah so I'm like that's fine oh dude you'll love this he was like let's listen to some kid music I was like alright so we listen to like different songs. We listen to Pop Goes the Weasel and Monkeys Jumping on the Bed and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You want to hear another version of Pop Goes the Weasel?" <laughs> I Play third base. Yeah. He <laughs> loves that song, dude. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's awesome. He's like, "Dad, can we listen to the rap Pop Goes the Weasel?" I'm like, yeah, we can. <laughs> Single handedly getting P Nice and oh. MC Search looked at on YouTube. That's great. Yeah, you know, P Nice is probably home watching those. Hey, we got another listen. All right. <laughs> He just told Tom Sizemore, hey, dude, I got another listen. They're both at Baskin Robbins, like, yeah. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, dude, my kids like into that. So I don't know, dude. That's good, though. I, I fear the day that I hear the jackass theme coming from his room. I'm more worried about yeah, that than seeing see Pornhub on his search engine. <laughs> like, dude, don't do not do this. Don't. My, one of my favorite memories of Jackass ever was going to see Jackass 3D with you. It was as soon as we sat down, you just look at me and go, you know, we just paid $10 to see dicks in 3D. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's like, yeah. Like, the first scene is a dildo flying <laughs> its own head. It's You're like, like, look, look. <laughs> You didn't realize it was going to happen so soon. They just like rolled it right out of there. Here you go. Here it is. That's what you're here for. Yeah. 3D. Oh. That new movie that Johnny Knoxville is coming out looks good though. It does. I want to see it. Yeah, that was... Uh... It does also in stunts jackass style. <laughs> I love it. It looks good. It does. All right, I think we've covered way too much ground on this one. Yeah, we were all over the place. We were all over the map. That's oh, right. baby, for... Uh, uh... Kiefer Sutherland, who who where would he be? Oh my god, Marvel, I forgot about Kiefer in, in the Marvel. I was thinking about that because before I said that, uh, who did I say could play Thanos? You know, he could be a good Hawkeye. He could be, yeah, he could have been a Hawkeye. He could have been. A, I was thinking he could have been a, a, a Doctor Strange as well. He could even been like a, a, a Vision in his own right. He, you know he could be too is is if they played him the way that he could have been a good Thor. Yeah. But he could even been a good Tony Stark. I was going to say if they played Tony Stark the way he's in the comic book where he's not yeah. really that big of a smartass yeah. Kiefer would have been good that because Kiefer Sutherland doesn't really do a really great funny like he's more serious. Yeah. Where, like That's why I thought James Spader because James Spader's serious but he's got a real bitey smartass kind of thing about him. Yeah. But yeah that's a good one. I had to think about that one. Yeah, Kiefer, that's it. Yeah, he definitely would fit in there somewhere. Doctor Strange, for sure. Is Emilio Estevez on that list? No, he's not. And I don't think he should be. Where Where would Emilio Estevez be on this list? He would be the... Uh, he would be the... Uh, Mantis? <laughs> he would be the guy that gets murdered and brings all the Avengers together. <laughs> Because everybody loves Amelia. Asian, uh, what's his name? Coulson. Coulson, yeah. Yeah. I, although, and I think... he gets the spinoff TV show. <laughs> I think Black Panther is like the most spot-on one with Denzel. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. 
That is. Denzel would have been so good at that. And Falcon with Eddie Murphy was pretty good, too. Yeah, I thought, I was like, eh. Because, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of funny and he's in his own. By the way, have you seen the interviews with Anthony Mackie just making fun of Tom Tom Holland? Oh, yeah. Those guys and... Dude. Uh, uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Sebastian Stan yeah. those guys rip on each other it's pretty funny dude the, the one with Tom Holland was great because there's one there like at some comic con thing and they ask Mackie a question and he's like yeah and Tom Holland was over there and then everyone starts going woo and he goes really y'all done y'all done wooing for Tom Wall- Tom Holland and he's doing like an interview on some red carpet next to Tom Holland he's like yo Tom why don't you shut up he's like I'm trying to talk <laughs> Dude, Anthony Maggie is like his his behind the scenes stuff is way funnier, yeah. <laughs> and Sebastian Stan the two of them, like they, there was like a time when like when Civil War came out, every show they went on when they were not together they just acted like they hated each other, yeah. and like it was like yeah Anthony's just the worst person to be on set with and just get back and forth it was yeah. great, I'm gonna miss those movies when they're gone when they're all gone yeah 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 I I'm kind of coming to grips. I just thought about today too like Infinity War is going to be it's going to be good you know I'm kind of like yeah this is going to be awesome it's going to be like awesome like hey yeah I want to go see it I I, I don't know that the movie's going to be great but I, I you have to see it yeah I'm going to see it it's just like the Star Wars you've I'm invested 10 yeah. years in it it's going to be you know it's the culmination I'm excited about it that's what it is I'm excited about it I'm ready to go see it but then we have a year to wait before we see the rest of it, right? It's going to be that whole, like, Lord of the Rings kind of thing where I'm like, oh, because the first time I went to see uh, the Fellowship of the Ring, I didn't know that it was a trilogy. Oh, yeah. And it just, like, ended. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And then uh, my buddy that I went and saw it with, he's like, yeah, it's a trilogy. And then next year they're going to have the next one. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Well, this is some bullshit. <laughs> now I gotta wait a year. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, waiting a year to see the culmination is gonna be. It's gonna be, feel like like when you when you DVR a show, and you realize that you cut off the last five minutes, and you keep hitting play to yeah, like see how much longer you have. You're like, shit, I got three minutes. They're not <laughs> wrapping this up. <laughs> yeah. No, it's over. Yeah. Stop. It's gonna it's gonna end with Thanos like death punching Iron Man. You're like, wait, did yeah, he? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Son of a bitch! Uh, yeah, it's gonna be the total cliffhanger ending, and then, and then because we get, uh, we're getting two more movies. Is it two more movies? Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp, Wasp, and then uh, I can't remember the other one. Captain Marvel. Is that this year? I thought that was next year. Well, yeah, they're filming it right now, so probably next year. Oh, Guardians three? No, no, that's way off. That's way off. Yeah, they gotta figure out how they're gonna do it without Drax, because I guarantee you, Drax gets killed. I don't know. Drax. Oh yeah, Spider Man. Is it the new Spider-Man? Yeah, or Doctor Strange. Damn, dude, I don't remember. I don't know. We'll pick. But yeah, up. Ant-Man Wasp is coming out because I've already seen the preview for that. So yeah, and then it'll be uh, some. There's a third movie because I know they're on the three. And they've already movie. confirmed that Bucky takes over as Captain America, and Captain America becomes the what was his other character? Um, the Rogue or the Vagabond or the yeah. what is it the Shoot, I forget what it's called now, but that's like he's they've already confirmed that that's who he is. Well, Bucky, like, yeah, so many people take up Cap, yeah, it's you know, Bucky does, and then Falcon does for a while, too, yeah. And then there's a sort of a weird, I mean, they kind of touched on it with Iron Patriot, where War Machine 
it takes up Cap's kind of mantle. But well, yeah, because Captain America becomes kind of a a, a name more than a person. Right. Well, same with the they think that they're like the reason that kid from Iron Man three is on the the shot list because Tony probably gets killed and then he takes up as Iron Man. That'd be something. I'm telling you, dude, that's the only way for me that it makes sense that Tony Stark. First of all, everyone keeps talking about how it's going to be sad without Robert around. Like you're kind of giving it away. Yeah. And and secondly, it's to me, you look at like that scene from the first one where he does that that bomb test. He has his arms out and he's like, you know, look at what I created, this world beating bomb. And then he gets shot, thrown in the cave, comes out as Iron Man, is still kind of selfish, and then he kind of figures it all out. Gets the whole team thing, yeah. And then the only way to to, to like get out of all that and to, to have a full arc for that that character, he has to die saving somebody like Tom Holland or something like that, like his mentor or whatever. He has to he has to give up his life. So there's no way around it. I think Tony's gonna die. That's got to happen. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if more than one. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure Tony's gonna die. I'm pretty sure Vision's gonna die. Yeah. Well, I don't... Uh, well, maybe not Vision. I don't think Vision will die. I mean, it's obvious he'll probably lose the stone. Scarlet Witch probably will. She might die. Yeah. And if, there's, like, some meme right now going around where it's, like, the part where <laughs> Thanos is, throws a punch, which obviously he's throwing at Tony because the background's different, and then yeah. he's, like, grabbing on the cap and Cap's holding him. Yeah. There's, like, that, and it was, like, the way you feel when watching that, and then, like, it cuts away to some guys, like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Black Panther won't die. Even no. if he was gonna die, they're gonna write that differently now. Like, what? Well, we made way too much money on that movie. Well, I think he was the spiritual successor as far as the franchise goes. Yeah, Iron Man. That makes sense. Like, I feel like he's gonna be in there as the technolo- you know, technology because right, he's got higher tech now than than Tony does. So uh, it's. I wonder if uh, they're gonna kill off Black Widow and that's gonna send Hulk like. To kill Thanos, because really, if you look, if they said from the comics, like the only real Avenger that can really kill Thanos is Hulk, and I think they said Thor and Hulk, and like one other person like that are in the MCU that can actually kill Thanos. Yeah, those. Well, the, their strength is where everybody else just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't. I think they said Cap might be able to. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, and like I'd be yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm interested to see how that transition of Thor being on the ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok to him and Banner, yeah, and that whole like what happens to Loki. It looks like Loki. I think well, I know Tom Tom Hiddleston's not in any of the movies, so I think he he probably gets killed, which is probably gonna set Thor off which is why I think that like if if, if um, Black Widow gets killed it'll probably set off you know Banner yeah well just Banner being on that ship probably is gonna set him off so there's a theory right now that he's in the Hulkbuster as Banner really cause there's a part where he's he's on the, he's like on his back and like the the bunch of the the aliens are like on top of him mm-hmm. and like he might like bust out as hulk at that point hmm. cuz he may not be able to hulk up after he's been hulk for so long and so it's like they don't know if like maybe like tony makes that armor for him 
because he can't be Hulk. Is he Hulk in the ship at the end of Ragnarok? I can't remember. Yeah. No, he's not. Is he Banner? Or is he's he Banner. I'm pretty sure he's Banner. I think he's Hulk. Because he jumps out, he jumps out of the ship and, and smacks. Oh, One of the right. funniest parts of Ragnarok is him jumping out of the ship uh, and then landing in front of the the wolf dog. Yeah, Hella's uh, Frenrir. Yeah, and then he hulks up, but I don't think he goes back to Banner at the end. I, I know he jumps out and starts beating the crap out of the uh, the what's Serta. it called Serta, Yeah, yeah, that's that's another great part. But yeah, and then he jump, he grabs Thor and. Uh, well, I know he falls to Earth in through through um, Strange's ceiling they show that in the preview he's standing there with Wong and and then that's I think Tony goes to pick him up because they're standing there and he falls through the um, thing and you see it in the in the reflecting in the window you see like a meteor coming down and I think it's 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 Hulk going through the wind huh. and it's and then they're all standing there in the street when Thanos comes down so he has to be Hulk or he wouldn't he wouldn't have survived, yeah. But then, remember, he says something about how he doesn't know if he can become Banner again if he becomes Hulk. So I wonder if, like, maybe he can't become Hulk right now. And, like, he's, like, not able to be Hulk, so Tony makes him the, the giant suit. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I rarely speculate this much about movies off trailers. Yeah, me. And what's crazy with the trailer, they haven't shown that much. They've yeah, shown the I, same I, I shit. I broke down and watched the, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't... Star Lord and Tony talking is amazing. It's so great. Yeah, it's a great plan. I think it sucks. <laughs> How about you let me do the plan? <laughs> I love the the end of it too. Um, Doctor Strange. Oh, so, using our fake names. Okay, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> That's great. It's great because they show another like a little bit extended one of that in one of the TV commercials or the Japanese one or whatever. And you see Tony in the background just shaking his head like, no, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about that movie. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to be out of town when it comes out. I'll be up in the middle of nowhere, but, like, it's a little town. Yeah. So I'll probably end up seeing it in some little-ass town, like a tiny theater. That'll be cool. Hell yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. I want to sneak off while the family's away. Yeah. Because my wife could not care less about Marvel movies. <laughs> I literally, the other day, I was like, I was like, oh, I was going to tell you, I was watching the, the, the preview and the Captain America, and, like, she looks at me and I go... Never mind. <laughs> and she's like, thank you. Thank you, because I don't care. I'm like, yeah, I forgot. She saw Ant-Man because she had to. Her her work did like a did like a lunch thing, like a and they, and they like all voted on what to see. And they went to Studio Movie Grill and they saw Ant-Man. Yeah. She's like, Well, Paul Rudd's in it. I think he's cute, so I'll watch it. And she watched it. She was like, I don't get why you guys like these things so much. It was a fine movie, but whatever. <laughs> okay. It's cool. She likes good movies. She just doesn't like those. Yeah. Oh, well. It happens. It does. That's all right. I can't wait, dude. It's going to be... Uh... It's going to be fun. Yeah. So it comes out, what, Friday? I didn't get my tickets up there. I'm going to go I'm gonna go online and buy my tickets for up there. Yeah, that's a new thing now. We've got uh, the movie theaters, right? Everything's like uh, you can reserve your seats, so you go in with a ticket for an actual seat. It's like going to a baseball game. Yeah. And so... You can't just go up on the day of and catch a matinee, get there early, and then get good seats because all the seats are reserved. So you got to go online and book your tickets early. I, uh, such, 
was, that's why I was like, yeah, we got a plan. I got to get, we got to get a babysitter and we got to get tickets now because we want to have good seats when we go to the movie. It's good that you can just roll up, you know, 10 minutes before the movie and just know you're going to get good seats. Right. But at the same time, you got to think three weeks, you know, in a movie like this, you got to think three weeks ahead to catch a, I think we're going at like 3.15. To in see the a, morning or in the afternoon? Yeah, in the afternoon. Okay. You know, to see a movie at 3.15 on a Friday, like, you would think, oh, yeah, you just walk up and catch a movie, not anymore. <laughs> Reserve your seats now. You can't, can you walk up still and get tickets, though? You can walk up and get tickets, but uh, you have to pick the seats. Like, yeah, you say, okay, two for whatever, and they'll be like, okay, where do you want to sit? And it, all the, you know, the middle, all the whole, that chunk in the middle is all gone, or so you're sitting up in the front if you want to catch it in the middle. I, I'd sit in the front to see this movie if that's yeah. all that's left. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Everything's like Studio Movie Grill now, mm-hmm. which I am not a fan of that place. No? No. It's never loud enough. Yeah. Like it's always quiet, like a little bit. I think so. That you don't have to yell your order. Yeah. But, and I always end up sitting somewhere where there's like a lot of waiter traffic. So it's <laughs> kind mean, of yeah. annoying. I'm I'm just never a fan. Like I go to the movies to see the movie. Yeah. I'll go to di- I'll go to dinner or go to lunch if I want to have lunch or dinner. I'll sneak in food. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not gonna sit there and be like, I'm gonna have a burger while I'm trying to watch this movie that I've been waiting for. You know. Right. It's, if it's a movie I've already seen, okay, I'll go to Movie Grill. But... Or like, a, or like a movie that I'm not like as super looking forward to. Like, if someone's like, "Hey, I got a ticket to go see like whatever," like I want to see a movie Annihilation uh, okay. that came yeah. out. But like, if I was to eat or like, I'd be like, "All right, you know, whatever." Yeah. Like, I want to see it, but I'm not like, "Oh my god, I want to see it." Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, something like this. Like, like that. I want to get engrossed in this universe for right. two hours. Yeah. Leave me alone. The details are important. Yeah, and I and I feel like if I'm eating, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss things, right? And I don't want to miss things. So. That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing about Studio Movie Girl that I do like is the bathrooms are like really close. Yeah, and you know, I'm in my 40s now, I gotta piss a lot more, <laughs> drink a lot of water. Yeah. So you know, it, it. it was great though when I went to the last Star Wars movie with Mark. Yeah, he and I both said that we thought the part where they were at the racetrack casino thing was totally useless, and. I was like, hey, I go, I was like, I'm beginning of a chase. I was like, it's going to take a while. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to go piss real quick. Tell me if I missed anything. I go piss and I come back. <laughs> Before I can even ask, he slow turns his head. He goes, you didn't miss a goddamn thing. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that movie was, there were some flaws, but we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our longest show to date. That's what happens when we both get sick and don't thanks do shows. For sticking with it. If you made it this far, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for sticking with us. And tell other people to subscribe. Yeah. And go to dadboughtapparel.com and mention Pops when you buy stuff and you get 10% off. Discount. Discounts, baby. <laughs> All right. Hopefully we've done that one this week. Yeah. Thank All you. Right. Thank you.
Yeah. 